Hello, fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone, and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Good morning, it's Mary Stone speaking to you from the screen porch. It's very early this morning. I'm actually going out to place plants. It was bloody hot yesterday, almost 95 it felt like, but today's a little bit cooler, a little bit overcast, a little drizzle going on, so it should be a great day. I'd like to thank those of you that reached back to me about last week's story, visiting Blue Mountain Lake and all the outcomes of the plant material that I got to enjoy and do very frequently there. It seems that many of us locally here enjoy the Delaware Water Gap Recreational Area, so hopefully if the redesignation occurs, it doesn't change the beauty and the enjoyment and the freedom to use the space as we get to use it now. So I have to say, on Monday, which was Memorial Day, I received a photo of a poppy in bloom from a dear client of mine. Poppies typically symbolize Veterans Day, but they also symbolize Memorial Day, as well as some other things. I actually wrote a story about the history of Veterans Day and poppies, which I may share a little bit about later on. In 1924, the distribution of poppies became a national program of the American Legion, and that was written in the legion.org website. And there is a National Poppy Day, which is the Friday before Memorial Day, where donations for the paper poppies support veterans and their families. So today's topic is actually going to be inspired by the parade I attended in town. It's become quite a tradition here, although it was changed in the last few years. So I'm going to go ahead and share the story with you. I don't have a title for it yet, but I think it's going to be something like Memorial Day Parade of Hope. How does that sound? And it starts like this. Hello, fellow readers and listeners. It is Memorial Day as I write, a day of remembrance, a day to honor those that served and gave their lives to preserve our freedoms. Yesterday, we attended the Blairstown Memorial Day Parade. It was heartwarming to see the faces in the crowd, more than I ever remember, waving American flags, greeting each other warmly, their smiles not hidden by masks. The parade was to step off at 12.30, so we snagged a seat along the guardrail in front of the footbridge park. It was approaching 1.15, and I joked, they must be still blowing up the balloons, as they do for the New York City Thanksgiving parade, which I didn't have to add. Our neighbors chuckled at the thought. Then the pomp and circumstances began with the Givens Bellet Post 258 American Legion members, the parade sponsors since 1945. Boy, oh boy, that's 77 years. Military vehicles from way back when came next, one escorting Al Carazone, a 95-year-old World War II veteran. It drew a pause. There aren't many World War II veterans left. My dad was one of them. The North Warren Regional High School marching band and two groups of bagpipes and drums brought a boisterous beat of the patriotic songs. And I have to say, the drums were so loud that poor Jolie was quite afraid of them, but it was... Just so festive. Then came a procession of fire engines, ambulances, and other emergency vehicles filled with volunteers that selflessly serve our safety, participated in the parade. Then came antique cars and tractors. The latter I especially admired, representing the agricultural history of where we are blessed to live. 
the Knights of Columbus, the Blairstown Rotary, and the 1st Masonic District marched in the parade, as did the Blue Star Mothers, whose mission is to support active service personnel and veterans. Jeannie Law, a client who has become a friend, is also the secretary of the Rotary. She joined us as the parade was underway. I asked if their iconic inflatable duck caused the delay. One of their members was standing atop the trailer, assisting the duck's ride. It seems the yellow fellow was tricky to maneuver in the route. She smiled. We were blowing him up, but we were on time. How wonderful to see the joy in our youth sports team's faces, cheerleading squads and scout troops marching or riding floats, waving their flags, and hearing the delight from the children in the crowd cheering in glee over the rubber ducky balloon. <laughs> They may not yet know the true significance of Memorial Day, but felt the pride of the parade, many wearing and waving the red, white, and blue. The Blairstown Rotary Duck Race supports the Hose Company and other community projects. It's held at the Blairstown Fourth of July event at Footbridge Park. I have to smile because that is the most wonderful event. It's so historic and traditional. I mean, you know, they, are, they have frog races, you know, pie-eating contests and all those crazy things. And the ducks are released on the Pollenskill River. And I guess whoever, you know, gets the head of the crowd wins the prize. And it's only five bucks a duck. <laughs> While we celebrate veterans who gave their lives protecting our safety and freedom, and those currently in service, there is also a deep sadness over lives lost and the physical and mental repercussions many veterans of war endure. The paradox paraded before us with the delightful duck leading a historic military vehicle, towing an enormous cannon that once killed. May the future unfold to a time when there is no war or weapons. Perhaps if enough of us nurture cooperation in the spirit of love during adversity, we'll sprout new generations of leaders seeking peace rather than greed and revenge. It starts at home. Garden Dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com I happened to be walking Memorial Day morning when I was thinking about this story and the parade and the irony of the duck and the cannon and uh, happened to tune into Wayne Dyer's interpretation of the Tao Te Ching, a book that he wrote a while back. And verse 60 talks about that sentiment of, you know, demonstrating to our youth ways of cooperation and love towards each other rather than conflict and bullying and how it may change the thinking and hopefully change the future of our world in terms of acting in kindness and in love. So we have a bit more time and I'm going to talk a little bit more about poppies. I had written about it in a column titled The History of Veterans Day and Poppies, which you can visit on the Garden Dilemmas website. But I'm just going to talk about the poppy itself. Poppies have mixed meanings. The traditional red is a symbol of remembrance, healing, and eternal life. Creamy white signifies peace and restfulness, while pink, purple, and blue represent creativity, accomplishment, and lavishness. We all know the scene on The Wizard of Oz when the field of poppies put Dorothy and her friends to sleep. The annual poppies are what make opium. The same plant is the source of poppy seeds that adorn bagels. However, 90% of the opiate residue is removed during the processing. It's the annual common poppy that is the one at the Flanders Fields. Folks also call them corn or field poppy due to the proliferation as an agricultural weed. 
If you have pets or kids with a propensity to eat things, they shouldn't, of course. Skip the poisonous annual poppies. Then there's the Iceland poppy, which are the perennial ones and they're hardy zones two to nine. They too are toxic, though the toxicity level is low. While short-lived, they self-seed readily, assuring generations of these beauties. I adore how the alien-looking poppy flower pods ascend from hairy stems on spiky fern-like leaves before bursting into vibrant blooms. Blood red is the iconic color of the bowl-shaped flowers, but there's orange, yellow, salmon, pink, and cream-colored poppies, too. They like normal to sandy soil, not clay, full sun to part shade, and are drought-tolerant once established, and they are deer and rabbit-resistant. But more than that, the significance of poppies adds to the honor and the beauty of growing them in your garden. So I always enjoy having them. And it's funny because they are early bloomers. And then once the foliage kind of fades, they just kind of shy away in the garden. But they're there holding over us the meaning of protecting our country, the meaning of those that served, the meaning of freedom and peace. So thanks so much for joining me. Oh, I should mention in episode six, there's a story called Chasing Rainbows and Why Leaves Change Color. I think you'll enjoy that if you want to jump back to that. It's themed around the Wizard of Oz, which we talked about earlier. So thanks so much for coming by. I always enjoy our time together. And I hope you have too. And if so, please share the podcast with your friends so more can join us as we share stories and learn and grow in the garden of life. Thanks so much and have a great day. I'll see you next time. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.